0: So find us at DailyBreadMoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today.
1: Shalom, this is Harriet and I will be reading for you today, this Monday, the 29th of January or the 19th of Shvat on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a parasha called Yitro or Jethro. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Exodus, or Shemot, chapter 18, verse 13 through verse 23. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing and thanking God for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel, and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start in Exodus 18. The next day Moshe sat to judge the people, and they stood around Moshe from morning till evening. When Moshe's father-in-law saw all that he did for the people, he said, What is this you're doing to the people? Why sit by yourself, alone, with all the people standing around from morning until evening? Moshe answered his father-in-law, It's because the people come to me to inquire of God. When they have an issue, it comes to me, and I judge between a man and his neighbor, so I make them understand God's statutes and his laws. But Moshe's father-in-law said to him, What you're doing is no good. You will surely wear yourself out, as well as these people who are with you, because the task is too heavy for you. You cannot do it alone, by yourself. Now listen to my voice. I will give you advice, and may may God be with you. You represent the people before God and bring their cases to God. Enlighten them as to the statutes and the laws and show them the way by which they must walk and the work they must do. But you should seek out capable men out of all the people, men who fear God, men of truth, who hate bribery. Appoint them to be rulers over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Let them judge the people all the time. Then let every major case be brought to you, but every minor case they can judge for themselves. Make it easier for yourself as they bear the burden with you. If you do this thing as God so commands you, then you will be able to endure, and all these people will go to their places in shalom. That was Exodus 18, 13-23. Now we have our portion from the Prophets, and today we will read 1 Kings 8. Then Shlomo assembled the elders of Israel, all the heads of the tribes, and the ancestral chieftains of the children of Israel, to King Shlomo in Jerusalem, to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord up from the city of David, which is Zion. All the men of Israel assembled themselves to King Shlomo at the feast in the month of Etanim, which is the seventh month. Then all the elders of Israel came, and the Kohanim brought up the ark. They brought up the ark of the Lord, the tent of meeting, and all the holy vessels that were in the tent of the Kohanim, and the Levites brought them up. Now King Shlomo and all the congregation of Israel who were assembled to him were with him before the ark, sacrificing so many sheep and oxen that they could not be numbered or counted. The Kohanim brought the ark of the covenant of the Lord to its place, into the inner sanctuary of the house, to the Holy of Holies, under the wings of the Kovim. For the Krovim spread out their wings over the place of the ark, and the Krovim covered the ark and its poles from above. But the poles were so long that the ends of the poles were seen from the holy place before the inner sanctuary, but they could not be seen outside. There they are to this day. Nothing was in the ark except the two tables of stone that Moshe put there at Horeb when the Lord cut a covenant with the children of Israel when they came out of the land of Mitzrayim. Now when the Kohanim came out of the holy place, the cloud filled the house of the Lord, so that the Kohanim could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. Then Shlomo spoke, Lord, the Lord said that he would dwell in the thick cloud, I have surely built you a magnificent house, a place for your dwelling forever. Then the king turned his face about and blessed the whole congregation of Israel, while the whole congregation of Israel was standing. He said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who spoke with his mouth to my father David, and has fulfilled it by his hand, saying, Since the day I brought my people Israel out from Mitzrayim, I have not chosen a city out of all the tribes of Israel to build a house where my name would be there. But I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of my father David to build a house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord said to my father David, Because it was in your heart to build a house for my name, you did well that it was in your heart. Nevertheless you will not build the house, but your son who will come out of your loins, he shall build the house for my name. Now the Lord has fulfilled his word that he spoke. For I have risen in the place of my father David, and sit on the throne of Israel, as the Lord promised. Also, I have built the house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, and have set there a place for the ark, in which is the covenant of the Lord, which he made with our fathers when he brought them out of the land of Mitzrayim. Then Shlomo stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel, spread out his hands toward heaven, and said, Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you, in heaven above or on earth below, keeping covenant and loving kindness to your servants who walk before you with all their heart. You have kept what you promised with your servant David, my father. Yes, you spoke with your mouth and fulfilled it with your hand, as it is this day. Now therefore, Lord, God of Israel, Keep with your servant David, my father, what you have promised him, saying, You shall not lack a man to sit before me on the throne of Israel, if only your children watch their way, walking before me as you have walked before me. Now therefore, God of Israel, please, let your word be confirmed, which you spoke to your servant, my father David. So will God really dwell on the earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain you, how much less this house that I have built. Nevertheless, turn to the prayer of your servant and to his supplication, Lord my God, to listen to the cry and to the prayer which your servants praise before you this day. Let your eyes be open toward this house night and day, toward the place of which you have said, My name shall be there, listening to the prayer which your servant shall pray towards this place. So listen to the supplication of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray toward this place. Hear in heaven your dwelling place, and when you hear, forgive. If a man sins against his neighbor and is made to take an oath, then comes and swears before your altar in this house, then hear from heaven and act and judge your servants, condemning the wicked, bringing his way on his own head, and justifying the righteous, giving him according to his righteousness. When your people Israel are defeated before an enemy, because they have sinned against you, If they turn back to you and confess your name and pray and make supplication to you in this house, then hear from heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel and bring them back to the land which you gave to their fathers. When the skies are shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, yet if they pray toward this place and confess your name and turn from their sin— because you have afflicted them. Then hear from heaven and forgive the sin of your servants and your people Israel. Teach them the good way in which they should walk, and send rain on your land, which you gave to your people as an inheritance. If there is famine in the land, if there is pestilence, if there be blight of mildew, locust or caterpillar, if their enemies should besiege them in the land of their cities, whatever plague or sickness, when prayer or supplication is made by anyone or by all your people, Israel, each knowing the plague of his own heart, when one spread his hands toward this house, then may you hear from heaven your dwelling place. Forgive and act and give to each man according to all his ways, as you know his heart to be. For you alone know the hearts of all the children of men. Then they will fear you all the days that they live in the land that you gave to their fathers. Moreover, concerning the foreigner who is not of your people, Israel, when he comes from a distant country because of your name, for they will hear of your great name, of your mighty hand and your outstretched arm, when he comes to pray toward this house, then may you hear from heaven your dwelling place and do according to all that the foreigner asks of you. So all the peoples of the earth may know your name, to fear you as your people Israel do, and know that this house that I have built is called by your name. When your people go out to battle against their enemy, by whatever way you send them, and they pray to the Lord toward the city which you have chosen, and toward the house which I have built for your name, then hear from heaven their prayer and their supplication, and maintain their cause. If they sin against you, for there is no man that does not sin, and you become angry with them and deliver them to the enemy, and their captors carry them away captive to the land of the enemy, far off or near. Yet if they take it to the heart in the land which they have been carried captive, and they repent and make supplication to you in the land of their captors, saying, We have sinned, we have committed iniquity, we have acted wickedly. And they returned to you with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their enemies who carried them into exile and prayed to you toward the land that you gave to their fathers, the city that you have chosen, and the house which I have built for your name. Then hear their prayer and their supplication in heaven, your dwelling place. Maintain their cause and forgive your people who have sinned against you. As well as all their transgressions they have transgressed against you. And grant them mercy before their captors, so they may have mercy on them. For they are your people and your inheritance that you brought out of Mitzrayim, out of the middle of the iron furnace. May your eyes be open to the supplication of your servant, and to the supplication of your people Israel listening to them whenever they cry to you. For you have set them apart from among all the peoples of the earth to be your inheritance, as you spoke by the hand of Moshe your servant when you brought our fathers out of Mitzrayim, my Lord, the Lord. When Shlomo finished praying this entire prayer and petition to the Lord, he arose from before the altar of the Lord, from kneeling on his knees, with his hands spread out toward heaven. Then he stood and blessed all the congregation of Israel with a loud voice, saying, Blessed be the Lord, who has given rest to his people Israel, according to all that he promised. Not a single word has failed of all his good promise, which he promised by the hand of Moshe, his servant." May the Lord Eloheinu be with us as he was with our fathers. May he never leave us nor forsake us. May he incline our hearts to him, to walk in all his ways, and to keep his mitzvot, his statutes, and his ordinances, which he commanded our fathers. May these words of mine, with which I have made supplication before the Lord, Be near the Lord Eloheinu day and night, so that he may maintain the cause of his servant and the cause of his people Israel, as each day requires. May all the peoples of the earth know that the Lord, he is God, there is no other. Let your heart, therefore, be wholly devoted to the Lord Eloheinu, to walk in his statutes and to keep his commandments as it is today. Now the king and all Israel with him offered sacrifice before the Lord. Shlomo offered a sacrifice of fellowship offerings to the Lord, 22,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the children of Israel dedicated the house of the Lord. On that same day, the king consecrated the middle of the court that was before the house of the Lord. For there he offered the burnt offering, and the grain offering, and the fat of the fellowship offerings, because the bronze altar that was before the Lord was too small to accommodate the burnt offering, the grain offering, and the fat of the fellowship offerings. So Shlomo and all Israel with him celebrated the festival at that time, a great congregation from the entrance of Hamat to the Wadi of Mitzrayim before the Lord Elohino, seven days, and then seven more days, fourteen days in all. On the eighth day he sent the people away, and they blessed the king, and went through their tents, joyful and glad of heart, over all the goodness that the Lord had shown to his servant David, and to his people Israel. And that was First Kings chapter 8. Now we have our portion from the writings, and we will read Psalm 99. The Lord reigns, let the peoples tremble. He is enthroned upon the Krovim, let the earth shake. The Lord is great in Zion, and he is exalted above all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name, holy is he. The might of a king loves justice. You have established fairness. You executed justice and righteousness in Yaakov. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his footstool. Holy is he. Moshe and Aharon were among his koanim, also Shmuel among those calling on his name. They called on the Lord and he answered them. He spoke to them from the pillar of cloud. They kept his testimonies and the decree that he gave them. Lord our God, you answered them. A forgiving God you were to them, though you avenged their misdeeds. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill, for holy is the Lord our God. That was Psalm 99. Now we have our final portion from the Apostolic Writings. Today we will read Luke 23, chapter 23, verse 1 through verse 25. Then the entire assembly got up and brought Yeshua to Pilate, and they began to accuse him, saying, We found this fellow subverting our nation, forbidding payment of taxes to Caesar, and saying that he himself is Mashiach. A king. So Pilate questioned him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? As you say, Yeshua replied. Then Pilate said to the ruling Kohanim and the crowds, I find no case against this man. But they kept insisting, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Yehuda, starting from the Galil to as far as here. But when Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that Yeshua was from Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at that time. Now Herod was overjoyed when he saw Yeshua, for he had wanted to see him for a long time, because he had heard about him and was hoping to see some miracle done by him. He was questioning Yeshua on many issues, but Yeshua did not answer at all. And the ruling Koanim and the Torah scholars stood their ground, strongly accusing him. Now Herod, together with his soldiers, were treating him with contempt and mocking him. They put splendid clothing on him and sent him back to Pilate. And Herod and Pilate became friends with one another from that very day for previously they had been enemies with one another. Now Pilate called together the ruling Koanim, the leaders, and the people, and he said to them, You brought this man to me as one who incites the people to revolt. But having examined him in your presence, I have found no case against this man regarding what you accuse him of doing. Nor did Herod, for he sent him back to us. Indeed." He has done nothing that is worthy of death. Therefore I will scourge him and release him. But they shouted out all together, saying, Take this fellow away. Release to us Ba'aba. He was someone who had been thrown into prison for a rebellion in the city and murder. Again Pilate addressed them, wanting to release Yeshua. But they kept shouting out, saying, Execute! Execute him. And a third time he spoke to them. Why? What evil has this one done? I have found in him no fault deserving of death. Therefore I will scorch and release him. But they were insistent, demanding with loud shouts that he be executed. And their voices prevailed. So Pilate decreed that their demand be put into effect. And he released the one they were asking for the one thrown in jail for insurrection and murder, but he handed over Yeshua to their will. That was Luke 23, 1-25. However, if you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you would also read 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I enjoy uh, reading to you all, busy women, busy ladies, and um, it's a privilege. And I hope this word that you've heard today will be an encouragement to you from um, the first books, the Torah and the uh, Prophets, how in the Bible it talks about that the... The children of Israel and, and the older writings are examples for us in these days, living at these times, how we can draw wisdom from them. And also the worship from the Psalms, from the Telim and, and um, from our Master Yeshua in the Apostolic Writings, such riches that we get every day. So I pray that they will be an encouragement and life to you today. For now, Shalom from Israel, until next time.